You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? We are back here for another edition of Locked On Tigers. I am your host, of course, Scott Bentley, and we are recapping a Tigers victory from last night. Uh, Delayed, weather-delayed game, two-hour rain delay. Tigers finally... Get uh get, get playing and, and take this one nine to four from the Baltimore Orioles. A really weird game. A really weird game. Uh weird offense, weird pitching, weird unfortunate injuries, weird situational play. Just everything about this game was so weird. I'm glad that it's over. <laughs> to be honest with you, which sounds weird and 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 whatever. Because we won nine to four, but uh, I'm I I would feel great about my life if a game like this never happened again. It was a really weird and like uncomfortable kind of I don't know, just like odd game that I I don't want to make a, a habit of of playing. Um, so we're gonna get into uh, the game recap and then talk about the injuries and, and take a look forward at uh, what that could mean for. For the roster outlook going forward as well. So uh, welcome to Locked On Tigers. Today is Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. Let's uh, let's get right into it. So before we actually get right into it, I lied. I, I lied a little bit. We got to talk to everybody about Spotify Greenroom. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the Spotify Greenroom app and find one of our Locked On Greenrooms. All right, let's get into, uh, let's, you want to start with the pitching? I think we should probably start with the pitching. Let's start with the pitching. Casey Mize on the bump for uh, for the Detroit Tigers tonight. Four and a third, five hits, four runs, three earned runs, one walk, four Ks. This is not a horrible line. It's really not. But uh, I'm going to be honest. Something was was weird. Something was off about this game. If you hear a cat meowing, I, I apologize, by the way. Um, something was off about about Mize. The, the command was not there. The stuff wasn't as kind of uh, like spot on as, as we're uh, – not spot on. As sharp, I guess, as we're used to. Just a, a, a weird-ish game that, uh, that, that kind of left me scratching my head at points. First off, he gave up uh, he, he, the long ball. Was was <laughs> there's no shortage of homers this game. Uh, Stewart hits one, and then uh, Santander hits two, and then later in the game would hit another ball into the gap that that we'll talk about had some negative repercussions on uh, on the team and this outfield going forward. Um, but yeah, the, the thing with Mize today was mostly the command was just did not seem to be there. He was missing the glove pretty comfortably, and he only had one walk, but uh, he was missing in the zone, right? So there's there's two different kinds of, of uh, command issues in my eyes. There's, there's missing out of the zone where you're trying to nibble corners and you end up missing you know, way outside the zone, and then you end up walking a ton of people, and those are super frustrating games for me personally. Um, I because I hate walking people. 
but the other one is is missing in the zone. When you're trying to nibble a corner and the ball ends up going right down the middle, <laughs> that's that's also a problem. Uh, and honestly, I would rather have this. I would rather have the latter than than just walking a million people. But it did lead to a lot of home runs, and not only home runs, a lot of hard hit balls in general. Um, 85 pitches in four and a third, not anything great. Good on AJ to pull him when he did. I really agreed with the decision, even though it it, it brought Funkhauser in, in the middle of an inning. Um, right, Funkhauser has been one of the best relievers on this team this year, almost has a sub three ERA. Bringing him in in the middle of an inning when your starter doesn't have the stuff, I, I think is the right move. You you know you, you're trying to you're trying to win this game. You you ha- this game is very winnable and within reach. It's still, uh, so so I very ag- much agree with the managerial decision there. Um, yeah, man, the, the command was just not there for Mize today. It really wasn't. Um, and, and something just seemed off and I'm not sure whether it was, you know, some people have off nights. We, everybody has it in every occupation in the planet. It's just these dudes get, you know, paid millions and get put on TV for it. So, so we, we ridicule them easier for it, but, but he truly, I mean, it could just be an off night. It could have been the rain delay. Start, you know, going through all your prep and stuff and then finding out that the game's not going to start for two hours after uh, you had done all your prep to start it at a certain time uh, can definitely weigh on people. That's, that's, at least it wasn't a start and stop, but, but that's still, I mean, got to have a, a negative effect on you. Um, so it, it could have been a multitude of things I you know, I'm not him, obviously I, I don't know what it was, but um Something was definitely off, and something was a little, a little off with him. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to the next my start more than I usually am because I, I just want him to get back on the horse. You know what I mean? Um, so, so yeah, and like the stuff wasn't horrible, but like the splitter didn't move like a, necessarily as much as it usually does, and it's usually a pretty effective ground ball pitch and. Uh, it kind of wasn't used as that. I don't know, man. It was just a weird, weird start. Um, still got a three six six ERA on the year. Going to be in the rookie of the year conversation. Good on him. Not a not a like catastrophic. Oh my gosh, something is is horribly wrong with Casey Mize's start. Uh, definitely far from anything like that. But but something was definitely a little off tonight. So a little. Um, I'm already looking forward to five days from now when he can get back on the bump there and kind of kind of retake uh, control. Uh, after that, I mean, you can just look at who pitches, really. You can you can, you can can take, if you covered up the score of the game and all the stats and just looked at the people in this bullpen that pitched on a given day, you could tell whether it was like a close game that we had a lead in or whether we were losing. We go Funkhauser, Cisnero, Fulmer, Farmer Soto, and the and and the only reason that we went Farmer Soto is because we had a seven run lead in uh, in or a five run lead. Sorry, going into the ninth inning, and then Farmer gave up two base runners, and and Hinch was like, you know what, had an, we're not playing around. I've had enough of these <laughs> enough of these Buck Farmer games, um, and I, I'm just gonna put the uh, the All Star into the game there and make sure that we get this win. So. At, we have four really good relievers, truly, which is something we haven't been able to say for such a long time. We have four really solid relievers in Funkhauser, Cisnero, Fulmer, and Soto. And then, 
And then and then like the other four relievers are 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 pretty brutal and like pretty like pretty pretty rough to be honest. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. it the, half the bullpen's really good and half the bullpen's really not. Um and you can literally just tell based on who pitches like how close a game is. You can just cover the score. <laughs> like, oh, well, if if Derek Holland, you know, Ho- Joe Jimenez, Buck Farmer are and Ian Kroll are in the games, odds are pretty good. It's it's not necessarily a, a nail biter or we're losing. Whereas if we go Funkhauser, Cisnero, Fulmer, Soto, this is probably a game that is a, is a close game that we want to win. So, um, and they all did great. The bullpen didn't give up any runs. So, uh, big ups to Gregory Soto, man. Gregory Soto, I know he's had a roller coaster of a, of a season and a career, and he has all this untapped potential, but really needs to get the command down. Coming in with two men on base and less than two outs, and closing the door, and not giving up a single run. That's a big boy play. That's a really that's a that's a mature, grown up uh, game for Gregory Soto. So so big ups to him getting out of that, uh, lowering Buck Farmer's ERA, uh, and then yeah, Michael Fulmer looked pretty solid. Uh, the walk was brutal. The hit, whatever. Um, and Cisnero with a really good inning, and Funkhauser an inning, almost two full innings with of, of perfect ball. Just really, this bullpen is is. It'll be interesting to see what happens this offseason because we we genuinely half of our bullpen I trust, which I can't even tell you the last time I was able to say that. <laughs> Truly, even even the end of like the years when we were winning the division, I, I'm not sure I could say that. So, really, really solid stuff and really, really impressive bullpen today. And uh, really this whole season. So so big ups to the bullpen. All right, let's get into uh, the offense. But first, I've got to talk to everybody about Spotify Greenroom. This episode is brought to you by Greenroom. Greenroom is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. And once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, insiders, real time about your favorite team or sport. Greenroom is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Greenroom. Watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news and rumors. You can find the Locked On hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL in there as well. And I'll be joining the app soon, so be sure to get in there and get started, and I will meet you guys there. So go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices, and be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, join the NFL, NBA, NHL, whatever league and group you want to be a part of for updates. I know you will find a ton of incredible rooms on there of your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you on the app. I'll be sure to let you guys know when Locked On Tigers Room is live. So download the Green Room app today. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. All right, everybody. We are back here for segment two at Locked On Tigers. I'm your host, Scott Bentley. You can follow the show at Twitter at Locked On Tigers. The Twitter account's been a little weird lately, though. You can also follow me on Twitter. At Bentley Scotty. My account's not being weird. My account's great. So either of those will do fine. Um, let's get into this offense. Uh, it was fantastic. Fantastic display by the offense. Robbie Grossman back in the leadoff spot. Um, interesting, especially with Akil Badu getting the start. Uh, really interesting to see um, Robbie Grossman's been batting third for a majority of the last... 
a couple of months, and especially against a righty, right? Akil usually does really good against righties and struggles against lefties. So interesting for, for Grossman to get back in that leadoff spot, and he did not disappoint. Two for four with a walk, got on base three times, got an RBI. I, I just love Robbie Grossman so much, man. I love him so much, and I'm, I'm so pumped that he's going to be on this team next year too because I think next year with a good offseason, we actually could be relatively in a, in a playoff race uh, or at least somewhat relevant in the postseason picture come you know post-trade deadline. So um, I'm very, very excited for next year, and I'm, I'm very pumped that we got Grossman to do that two-year deal. It's a, it's a big, big ups to Alavila on that one, man, because uh, – I've I've had my criticisms with the man for sure, and still will continue to. But um, Robbie Grossman's definitely a signing that I was crazy happy about the second it happened, and and that has not wavered clearly. Jonathan Scope with a couple of knocks, OPS almost back up to 800 on the year. Miggy with a hit, one step closer to 3K. Uh, Jamer, 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 Jamer. So he only goes uh, one for five. But that, that one was a homer, and Jamer Candelario almost has a 1,000 OPS since the All-Star break. He has, he has, for real, been one of the best hitters in all of baseball since the All-Star break. And the slugging percentage is now at 419. We're comfortably over 400. Jamer's slugging watch might just drop as a segment these days because he's so comfortably over. Or we might even have to change the number. 276 average with a 361 OBP. It's almost 100 points higher of an on-base percentage from a really solid batting average. Just a, a really good year. Um, he's playing his way into, uh, in, and he kind of did last year, but doing it over a full season. Um, solid enough defense, not gold glove caliber by any means, but good enough. Just solid replacement level defense over there at third. Uh, Jamer, man, he's uh, he he's always been ever since we acquired him. Kind of the the one piece that everybody looked at was like, hey, he might legitimately be the only person on this team that that's gonna be here when we're good again. Not not currently. That that's like when we first traded for him. That's that's what the vibe was, right? And like in 2019, when John Hicks was batting cleanup, we're like, all right. Well, the Jamer's in this lineup at least. And Jamer should be here when we're good again. So it's nice to see him starting to hit his prime and really take those big steps forward as a hitter and as a player in general. Um, and, yeah, he's been one of the hottest hitters in baseball since the break, man. Which is no, like, you know, the break wasn't yesterday. That's a solid several weeks stretch removed we are from the All-Star break now. Awesome, 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 awesome. Love me some Jamer Candelario. Um, and, yeah, ha- having that depth at the corners is going to be nice, man, when Torque comes up and, and everything. Really, really exciting stuff. Eric Haas. Um, Eric Haas, 0 for 4 with 3Ks. We all love Eric Haas. We all do. I do. You do. Your mom does. Everyone does, right? Here's the thing. Eric Haas, if the ball is in the strike zone, he is going to crank it. Okay, he is. He has a great slugging percentage, great exit velocities, great you know launch angles, whatever. He's going to hit the hell out of the baseball when it's in the strike zone. The issue with Eric Haas and the thing that's terrified me 
since the beginning is, as everybody is well aware by now, one of the big things that I use to evaluate hitters is their ability to work counts and draw walks and get on base. I think that that shows mature professional hitting. Eric Haas does not walk. He's going up there with the intent of swinging the ball. Swinging the ball. Swinging the bat. Which means if you just pump three sliders into the dirt, a lot of times it's a three-pitch strikeout, man. And that is not good. Because when that report makes its way completely around the league, he is he's hosed. He's really hosed. So while this is not a, this is not like me ending Haas's career. I think he can make adjustments and be fine, but he's going to have to make adjustments to be fine, because at his current approach, he is not lasting, for real. And it's been blatantly obvious the last two weeks. Still got an eight hundred three OPS, but but it's it's going down a lot and. There's a lot of strikeouts in there, almost no walks. His on-base percentage, when it was hovering around 300, I was like, okay, like he's not going to walk a lot, but you know, a 300 OBP with the slugging percentage he's putting up, I can live with, okay? Javi Baez and, and Tim Anderson have been doing it for years. I, I, can, I can maybe live with it. His OBP is now 288. That is a problem. That's not like a... Oh, like this could be better, but like we'll live with it. It's an issue. It's a problem for an OBP to be that low for an everyday player. I don't care how good your slugging percentage is. So, again, not saying that it's over. Again, if you listen to yesterday's show, I still have him in the long-term plans for this team. I think I think he has the he can be fine, but he does need to make an adjustment to be fine. The current approach at the plate is not going to last very long in the major leagues. He's going to regress hard. So that's just something he has to work on. And he will work on it. And again, I think he'll be fine. But he needs to. So that's my... my uh, it was just blatantly obvious this game. So I figured that this was a good time to like actually address it and bring it up. 0 for 4 with 3Ks. You know, good time to bring it up. But uh, So that'll be the thing that Hasi has to work on. Nico Goodrum's first game back. Solid. Solid day at the office. Couple of runs scored, a hit, a couple of walks. Really, really solid game for Nico Goodrum. First game back. Um, I I know it's like people loved hating on Nico Goodrum for some reason. I still think Nico has really good value going forward of this team of being a super utility guy. I think he brings he's good enough offensively and a plus at enough defensive positions where. On a good competitive playoff team, he could be a super utility where whatever position in the field needs a day off, that's where Nico Goodrum plays. He can still play damn near 140 games a year. Like I really do think he has a role in that, just never playing the same position twice in a row. I think that like that Ben Zobris for the Cubs type, not that he'll ever be as good as Ben Zobris was for the I mean, Ben Zobris was an all-star being a super utility, but um I think that he does have value still in that. I just I don't think he's good enough to be an everyday player at the same position every day. That's all. Um, 
So good step in the right direction. Good first game back. Glad that he's back and healthy too. I I, I love the dude, even with his struggles at the plate. Willie Castro with a couple of knocks. The triple and the double. People were on cycle watch early, um, but then he remembered that he was Willie Castro. 0 for 2 the rest of the game. Uh, 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 <laughs> Jokey aside, though, nice to see him. He drove in three runs. Obviously a big game for him. OPS is about up to 625, which, like, I, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, my gosh, it's up to 625. Look out, because it's still 625. But, like, you know, considering it was... 600, I guess, when he got recalled, or below 600 when he got recalled. I guess that's something. Uh, my opinion of Willie Castro, as you can tell by the tone of my voice, has not changed whatsoever. Akil Badu with a nice game. Um, we'll get into him and, and Derek Hill in the next segment here, but he had a nice knock. Good for him. And then Derek Hill, 0 for 3. Grayson Griner came in to, to relieve the injuries. He had a hit. Uh, that That's it for the, the offense. Nine runs, solid. Everybody, uh, you know, kind of a hit parade and, and drawing four walks. Sol- solid day at the office for the offense. Very, very solid day. Um, no no complaints, really. And uh, anytime you're scoring nine runs, baby, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, in general, be pretty happy with the offensive performance anytime we're putting up a nine piece. All right, let's get into uh, the bad part of the game, which is not going to be fun because I'm – I'm recording this very late. The game was on a rain delay. I'm recording this at like almost 2 o'clock in the morning. There was a big rain delay. And then on top of that, I wanted to wait a little bit after the game because I I wanted to see if a report would come out about either of them. Still haven't heard anything. By the time you're listening to this, you might know uh, the status of of the Badu and Hill injuries. By the time of this recording, I tried to hold out as long as I could, but I don't want to go to bed at 4 a.m. So, unfortunately... I'm going into this blind, so I'll, I'll talk about kind of the possible repercussions it could have, depending in the play and everything. Just not a, not a fun, not fun, man. Not not fun. But first, I got to talk to everybody about our friends over at Built Bar. Did you know there's nine delicious flavors? You did. You listen to me all the time. Coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My favorite flavor is the cookies and cream. I have been grinding the German chocolate, though, lately. I'm going to be honest. you got to like German chocolate. That's that's kind of a like no-brainer sentence. But um, I, uh, I I really mess with it. I really like it a lot. So you can, you can get any of those flavors, but you can also get the mixed box, which is what I do. Uh, I, I either get cookies and cream or I get the mixed box, and that's why I, I'm kind of leaning German chocolate lately because I've been it's been in my mixed boxes, and I'm, I'm getting a good feeling about it. So you can do that too. You get a mixed box, kind of pick and choose which ones you like, so next time you order, you can order more specifically. The thing about Built Bars, not only are they the best tasting, though, they're so healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, only four to five grams of net carbs. They're amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get that German chocolate, that cookies and cream, that strawberry, whatever you like. Get the mixed box. Built Bar is also the official protein part of the U.S. track and field team. The Olympics. You've been watching them. You can eat what Olympians eat. It's ridiculous that you don't have a Built Bar in your hand right now. So go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off. Of your order, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. I also got to talk to everybody about our friends over at BetOnline. 
BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, as you're well aware, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest nudes, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, even your UFC and MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop and mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't send the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff pushes here. September baseball so electric. Get in on the action at betonline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. It's promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody. Let's uh, let's wrap her up here at uh, segment three at Locked On Tigers. I am your host Scott Bentley. Um, so this game had kind of a, a it was weird. The whole game was weird. Willie Castro was was driving in runs like crazy. Casey Mize was kind of off, and then it got capped off by by um, collision. A really kind of brutal collision. In the outfield by Derek Hill and Akil Badu. Two of the fat, I mean, the two fastest dudes on the team running full speed and just like football hitting each other. Really not fun. And then Bally Sports had to replay it 95 times for some reason, which is uh, always pisses me off, but whatever. Um, so then, then they had like the stat cast and they were like, oh, Derek, look it, they're both running 28 and a half miles an hour right into each other. Like, I don't know. That seems like kind of a weird way to use Statcast, right? Like these dudes are hurt. Derek Hill's like clearly hurt. I don't know. It was all just weird to me. The whole game was weird, man. What a weird night I had. Gosh. Um. So, just a, a not great situation. They're both down. Somehow Derek Hill holds on to the ball and then throws it back into the infield. So big ups to Derek Hill, man. That's. That takes some 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 grit there. As a good friend of mine would say, uh, Derek Hill's X-Grit would be through the roof right now. The stat of X-Grit would be, uh, would be through the roof for Derek Hill um, at, after that play, as uh, like I said, as a, as, a, as a brother of mine would say. So, weird, uh, just not great. So... That's the play. They both get pulled. Eric Haas goes to left. Nico goes to center. Harold Castro goes to short. And Grayson Griner goes to catcher. Thankfully, we only have to play one inning with that defense. Uh, and, and we hold on to the win. So, looking forward, okay, let's just talk about... There's not really too much analysis or anything on an injury. It sucks. I wish it didn't happen. I, I Injuries suck, man. No matter who you are. I don't care if you're my least favorite player in baseball. Injuries blow, and uh, so not not too much else to like break down. Wish them all the best. I don't have a report on them. Like I said at the time of this recording, I, I hope that uh, by the time you're listening to this, you have read or heard good news that has been kind of displayed to the public and, and put out there. But um, I'm I'm cautiously. Uh, awaiting that because I, I have a pretty bad feeling about Derrick Hill specifically. Uh, but the last report I saw 
was that Derrick Hills was a, a rib thing, which you could kind of tell on the field, man. He, he was walking weird and was kind of hunched over and, and was walking very slowly. You could pretty much tell right away that, that his was going to be in the rib area. And that Akil Badu was getting something in his shoulder checked out as well as concussion protocol. Neither are great, obviously. Um, not not what you want to hear. So, so I guess we'll just kind of play like the roster game. Right, uh, so Derek Hill, if he goes to the IL, um, I'd, I'd imagine Daz comes back. If Hill and Badu go to the IL, that's where it gets weird. So Daz would come back. We already have Victor Reyes up. That would be all the people on the 40-man, that play outfield that are healthy, would be in the majors. So, I, I truly don't know. Because the 40-man game is, is, is a weird one, right? I mean, you could call up Robeson, I guess. Um, I don't, but, but it's not, I mean, you don't need five outfielders. The Tigers have been riding with five outfielders for, for most of the season. You don't actually need five outfielders. You can live with with Grossman, Reyes, um, Daz, and then like Nico's back, and you have Haas who can play left. Like uh, you you can live with that. You don't need another outfielder necessarily. So I'll be interested to see if if both of them go on the IL, whether they they want to add someone else to the forty and make a make play a forty man game and and. I guess if you put him on the IL, that does open up a that would open up a forty spot. But I don't, I don't know. It, it becomes a really weird game because then to get them off the forty man, you you would just have to re put them on waivers. And I'm not sure they want to play that game either. It gets really like political and complicated really fast, and I'm not really sure that that's worth it for for this late in the year. Uh, so it it wouldn't surprise me if they just recalled Daz, um, and then. Rocked with that, and then rocked with a, a Daz, Robbie, um, Nico, Haas-ish outfield. I don't know, man. It, it gets really weird. It gets really weird. And, and if you don't go outfield, who else do you go? You don't really need any more infielders because you have Harold and Nico now who both play every position in the infield, so you don't really need that. You could go another reliever, I guess. I don't know. It gets really complicated. But if one of them goes on the IL, which I would be shocked if neither of them did, sadly. If one of them's going to end up on the IL, uh, I, I mean, Derek Hill is almost assuredly the, 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 the person to come back up. Um, and then it just becomes a matter of, of uh, really Badu's status. I'm pretty confident that Derek Hill's going to end up on the IL, unfortunately. Um, so it really just matters if, if Badu joins him, what the move is. It would have to be Robson. I, I don't know Robson, Robson, however you want to pronounce it. Um, Jacob Robson. I, I feel like it would have to be him. Or, I mean, or you just go back to Jacoby Jones, right? He already cleared waivers once when you kicked him off the 40-man earlier in this year. 
I, I've, he's almost 30 and, and a, a 4A, barely a 4A player. I can't imagine he'd get claimed a second time if you just had him until, until Badu was healthy again, right? Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe you just bring Jacoby Jones back and you just call it a day. I don't know, man. Really sucks. I hate injuries. I don't know. I guess that, that might make more sense. Because you can pretty much guarantee that Jacoby, when you kick him off the 40-man inevitably in two weeks when Badu's healthy again, that he'll clear again. And you don't have to risk doing the, the Robson thing. That probably makes more sense. All right, I've, probably, I've talked myself into that. Injuries suck. Wins are fun, though. Um... Solid day from the bullpen, solid day from the offense. Wishing uh, Badu and, and Hill the best, obviously. Never a fun thing. So that'll do it. Uh, before I send you guys on your way, got to talk to you about Locked On Bets. Betting on the MLB, baseball, the Tigers. Doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks. And Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. So follow Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody. I am going the heck to bed. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world. Hopefully, uh, again, hopefully those two dudes are fine. It's pretty much all I got. Peace and love. Going to therapy's dope. And I will catch you all tomorrow. Hopefully recap another win. And having some good news on the injury front. Go Tigers, baby.